0: It's late. It's like eleven p.m. in L.A., and I am a flight tomorrow. And JetBlue just charged me two hundred and forty-four fucking dollars flight difference to change my flight from nine p.m. to one a.m. Like fuck you! <laughs> like you fucking kidding me? If you're changing, I honestly, sincerely feel that if you're changing a flight to a flight that's the same day, what? And they're like, okay, there's no change fees. Great. So there's no change fees, but they raise the price of all the flights that you would change your flight to. So basically that is the fucking change fee like I. okay, maybe there's a twenty dollar price difference. If the flight is the same goddamn day, don't you dare tell me that, oh, if I want to now change the flight to a flight that's like six, twelve, two hours earlier that I now have to pay an extra two, three hundred dollars like that that makes no goddamn sense and i'm annoyed that i even did it but i'm gonna be in new york for such a short time that having that extra 12 hours there like i would arrive at 9 a.m instead of 9 p.m and those 12 hours will make a world of a difference so i was like fuck it like i'd rather have that oh my god i'm just looking at this plant and i need to fucking water it oh my god (laughs) i'd rather have those extra 12 hours than not i guess like you know time is money money is time so but firstly, um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm in LA. A lot has changed since the last episode. Um, the last episode that all of you guys have heard. Some of you guys did hear the last last episode that I uploaded and then I deleted and I was and I was gonna upload it again. Basically, it I uploaded it or I didn't. Up, I upload every episode manually. It's been a very long time since I've published had an episode set done, and I set it to. Um, self-published on a scheduled date. But I accidentally did that for that and forgot that I had done it. I don't know why the fuck I did it. I don't know why. And then when I realized, like two weeks later, just scrolling through my like podcast app that the shit was already up, I had to take it down despite the fact that the episode was done because my brain was like, well, I did not press the publish button. So because of that, I don't want it up. Mind. T- <laughs> i know it sounds nuts my intention was to just i don't know you know just like skim it over um sorry i'm just still thinking about the fact that i just jesus christ 244 fucking dollars like for what for what for what anyway yeah like my initial intention was just to you know scroll um scroll yeah i guess scroll through the episodes like double vet it even though when i finish recording an episode i just kind of click through every like 10-15 minutes and jump ahead just to make sure the audio is good i don't ever like listen back and go oh i want to add this or i think i should take this out i don't like give a fuck i don't it's just stream of consciousness you're lucky if i even remember what i spoke about in an episode once i'm done recording it (laughs) because Because it's just, like, all intuition and flow, you know? But, yeah, something wasn't sitting right with me. And then I just kept pushing it off day by day by day. And then, like, six weeks went by. And then I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to, re like, republish it now. So here we are. And I have so much to talk about. And I want to talk about it now. Because tomorrow, let's see, I have a normal morning. But then two students, three students... Clients. Four. And I don't even know how I'm gonna fit the fourth one in. So that's gonna be annoying. And then, ugh. <laughs> I do this to myself. I do this to myself. Fuck. 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 Because then I have that. And then I have to pack and clean this apartment. I should water these plants now. Find out where I'm gonna be parking my car and then because my flight is late I have to get to the airport early enough because I can't um I just have to get to the airport parking early enough because I know they close at midnight. With a flight that's at 12.59 and I have like no bags I would ideally just like arrive to the airport at like 12 12 15. i i would make that fucking risk but because the airport parking ends at 12 that means i have to be at the be there or they close at 12 so that means ideally i get i get there like 11 15 which is uh, i'm not stressed although i don't really tend to show stress in my face ever i'm just like wow t- tomorrow is like the day but it's also not the day Ooh, that reminds me let me make a note Nia, please charge your fucking AirPods for the love of God. That's that's exactly what my note says. Because there's nothing, ideally I just buy like the headphone headphones, you know. They're better for you anyway and they don't give off radiation. But anyway, now that I've like wasted five minutes of your time, let's get into it. <laughs> I'm going to do some housekeeping just share some thoughts that, that's been going through my mind before I get into... Because I don't want to start this episode off heavy. And if you're like, oh, well, I'll just skip ahead. Don't. Because it's going to go from like 0 to like 70 to 100. Or just 0 to 100. You know me. Quite quickly. So I'd rather the progression flow like smoothly, naturally. As opposed to boom, 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 trauma, abuse, trauma, abuse, like, I'd rather not do that, so, like, don't do it to yourself, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I was on TikTok, which I shouldn't have been, um, since I moved, since I moved back to LA, or just now that I'm, like, doing things in my life again, um, I just, or even before, I take that back, I'm never really on TikTok, maybe I'll go on it, like, once a week or two, if that, but, i honestly and you can correct me if i'm wrong and argue with me about this like i'd love to hear your thoughts i genuinely feel like if you're really 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 doing shit with your time you're not going to be sitting on tiktok for hours like that and that doesn't mean oh okay you have to occupy your every like time and move and like you know a minute but more like i have found that people who are just doing fun shit like you ever see a little kid and little kids who, they run themselves out during the day. They're having fun. They're playing the playground. Uh, 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 all the things. They're chilling by the end of the day. They don't have time for bullshit or, like, little things. Or, like, they don't even, they can't really even think about watching TV. Because they, they've been busy, like, just living their life, doing the thing. Whereas you see those kids who, like, little kids who don't really do much during the day. And then here they are. And it's mad late. And you're the adult and you want to go to sleep and that kid is still still wide awake and they just want to watch brainless TV. I feel like it's the same, but with TikTok. Like if you're doing things with your day, occupying your time in whichever way you see fit, that could be you just reading a book, making art. You go for a walk or two. You call your friends like you're doing things outside of the little fucking screen. Unless whatever you're doing within the screen also involves you creating stuff. There's less of just that drive, drive to, um, what is it? Like, there's less of that drive to be, be sucked into that warp. Because I had seen a tweet and someone had said, like, TikTok is, and they were talking about it on a spiritual level, the way that particular app can warp your perception of time. And put you almost like into a little fucking like time loop. It's really, really weird and kind of disturbing. Because Instagram used to be able to do it. But Instagram, but never to this extent. Because Instagram is just pictures. But with TikTok and the shortness. But Vine was almost too short if you remember Vine. But TikTok, it's just, there's something about it. It's the color scheme. It's the way the video is take up the whole app. It's the way this is one of the only platforms where in a way you're constant you're choosing to constantly be exposed to new content. It's more fun to go down your for you page almost than it is to click on the little button on the left and click to see what new content has been uploaded by people you're following. It just warps your time and I knew this girl and I'm going to get into her later cuz like like pin that thought because man but i knew this girl when i say later i mean later in this episode i won't leave you hanging cause she is a lot of what a good chunk of what this episode might end up being about unfortunately she would always talk about spirituality spirituality and wellness and social media is bad for my mental health and i would say things like you know interesting how i have this many followers but i I just have low engagement it's like the algorithm the algorithm clearly is not favoring me it it briefly was for like five minutes in may y'all can change that if you want to go on my instagram and just like the shit up like comment the comments are really what really boost it click the save button post the shit to your stories like not because oh i want attention but it boosts me in the algorithm. When, it, when I'm boosted in the algorithm, I get seen more. And I just see it. not One, just for a business perspective. Two, why the fuck am I putting out all this fire content and no one's seeing it? Anyway. <laughs> so I was just mentioning that, you know, because she was also into not so much social media content, but just more like modeling, stuff like that. And anytime I would mention it, and I'm mentioning it from like, you know, a very logistical perspective and a very passive perspective. There's no emotion involved when I say like oh interesting I got this many likes or this many views of my story today as soon as I would ever mention that or she would bring it up and I would say something like that she would always say you know social media is just so terrible for my mental health it's so terrible and it's terrible for your mental health like bitch one don't 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 let me in with this because just because you lose your mind and like I don't know like just because you get extremely triggered and stuck in your head and hate yourself after going on an app for 10 minutes it's not the same for me it's not so she would say that all the time well it's just so bad for mental health so that's why i'm never on it it's just so bad for my mental health ha 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 ha. that's why i'm never on it. i'm like all right cool you want you like do do you want your fucking cookie do you want your crown cool what am i what do i do with that But she would say that and then go on to say, you know, she's doing all these are all the holistic practices and the wellness practices she does because she just doesn't give herself screen time because she's so good and just better. And she's detached from the social media internet realm. And every night this bitch would be on TikTok for three hours sitting cross-legged on the living room floor or at the dining room table for how worse laughing loudly at her phone look at this tiktok hey do you see this tiktok hey do you see this tiktok hey look at this tiktok look at this tiktok and i'd be like cooking dinner like all right babe maybe you show sh- me one a week you're grown you're like almost 30 30 years old cut it out much older than i am like you're grown all right i'd be like all right cool ha 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 <laughs> she would come then she would get back up two minutes later oh my gosh Ha! look at this tiktok all right cool cool she would repeat that about 40 times for the night and then when i would go back to my room she would just keep sending me more but this would be every night and this is a grown woman but you don't use social media right and but if you were to ask her in the daytime hey like rarely, very, very, rarely would I mention a TikTok, but if I were to reference one she'd, she would say, like, the, the the girl was like nuts, like full on and I'll get into this, what I'm saying probably, although it could but probably does not denote the attribute, attribute I'm about to say, but the girl was like full blown, like um, I don't say this lightly or heavy, she had heavy narcissistic tendencies, but god so whenever I would mention, oh, yeah, I saw a funny TikTok, she would immediately say, oh, no, I'm never on TikTok. It's bad for mental health. And I'm never on social media like that as if to try to, like, belittle me or pu- it was weird, the weird fucking mind games. But she was one of those people where the brain cells, the more she used TikTok, the more the brain cells just weren't fucking clicking. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm really tired. Why did I pay that much for that fucking flight? Why did I pay? And right. Anyway. 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 So, why why do I mention that? One, cause I just think it's fucking weird. Two, so I'm on TikTok, right? And I think I had this weird like fourth wall moment when I was watching this girl who TikTok is one of the best sites you can use, uh, best social media platforms you can use to uh, if you're if you're trying to blow up quickly, you can blow up kind of quickly on Instagram. But Instagram is just becoming weird and it sucks because I prefer and I like the there's something just slightly more vulnerable about videos that I don't like or content based videos like that that I don't like. I just like Instagram because it's cool pictures, you know, like. Enjoy, enjoy the pictures. But so with TikTok, like so. Okay, how do I want to word this? I followed this girl, right, and she had grown and expeditiously at this ridiculous rate. Because the last time I had checked on her page or or seen her like content months ago, if not last year, you know she had an okay following, maybe like I don't know, like ten thousand Instagram. 30,000 on, um, 30 or 40,000, maybe on, um, TikTok. I check now and it hasn't been that long. 4 million followers and it's on, um, on TikTok. Um, I don't know. For some reason, with the exception of the really, really, really big TikTokers, TikTok followership does not necessarily translate to Instagram followership or not to the same level so you can see someone like this girl who now has four million followers on tiktok and she has what the fuck does she have let me pull it up oh my gosh i just saw the cutest outfit on my free on my um explore page anyway how many did she have 196 thousand which 196,000 followers on Instagram is a lot but for someone with 4 million followers on TikTok that's probably getting like 300,000 views per post at least that the numbers don't translate you like you understand what I'm saying but anyway so she grew ridiculously on Insta- on TikTok and now which is it's almost been weird to witness she was living on her home, like, I, I want to say this, but I don't want to say, I don't want to give details that will denote who she is, especially with the career like, in, in the industry that I'm in, it's so fucking likely that I'd be one of them, but like, how do I say this without saying it? She grew up in a very, very unique place, I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way a very very unique place that most people would want to live and see as like where they would vacation. A lot of people who grow up there and live there, one of the few places where they choose not to leave. It's almost like, you know, like Miami, for example. People in you see a lot of people in Miami, they don't fucking leave Miami. Like fuck, they're like, well, they're like, well, it's Miami, so fuck, like I have everything I need here. Or what's another example um i don't know like one of those really cool iconic places that everyone just always wants to be you know think you got like new york you got miami you have um london you have hawaii you have paris although i have seen people like come in and out of london Londonton, if you want you have um bali like all the things whatever she lived somewhere like that and again it's one of those places where if she were to come from like small town in Michigan you would say okay like I see why she would leave her leaving her where she came from that particular area it felt off and she uh, from my understanding she did leave recently and she came to LA now I'm not one of those people to be like oh my gosh LA changes you cuz it doesn't what L.A. does is it has a lot of very unique and a high volume of career opportunities. You can make money off of anything in Los Angeles. You can make money off of anything in New York, but the difference in L.A. is that you can make good money off of anything in Los Angeles. <laughs> you, If you're in any sort of entertainment industry, influencer industry, content industry, you can make a shit ton of money. There's a lot of connections, not even money, just connections. Um, like career connections, a lot of opportunities. I still, that's what I want to say—not connections, but opportunities. The even as a model for me, I model more commercially. Um, lifestyle brands, swimwear, swimwear, swimwear is like my favorite, favorite, favorite. Like, fly. L- let me do a swimmer shoot for you. Fly me out to an island. I live for that ship. I find fifty times more opportunities. He- in L.A., here in L.A., compared to New York. Even though, again, you have the commercial aspect in New York, all the things, but for whatever reason, me, myself, my branding, my niche, my, my, my existence just career-wise and the things I go after, it's so strong in L.A. Like, I just get so many more leads to where as soon as I set foot in LA, I had to give myself two days, and I didn't let tell anyone I was here. Obviously, like my family, best friend knew I was here. I didn't tell any of my LA friends that I was even in the city for like the first three days because I know knew as soon as I well, okay. I didn't tell anyone with the exception of um the man the man I have been uh, dating because the day I flew into the city, he was gonna leave like the next day so i did break the silence he was like the one exception because like you know i live out my whole hallmark movie uh romance right like we you know all the long distance we have e- haven't seen each other in months and i romantically arrive in the city and he's romantically leaving the next day for an un- unknown but long amount of time so your bet you bet your ass i was like hey we shall meet we shall rendezvous we shall go on our 15 hour dates and then please come fuck me for however long you want however long i want however long we want which is all night we'll fall asleep we'll continue in the morning like (laughs) (laughs) that was my one exception other than that though i (laughs) did It's so fucking funny, because truly, I did not let anyone know, and I was like, he's going to be the only exception, and I don't ever, like, put men or people I'm dating above my friends, but it was more like, I know my friends will be here in the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm not... I'm not going to see this man for a long, long time, and it already sucks. That one time I saw him, I wasn't able to see him for, like, two months before that, so... Bet your ass, I fucking broke the exception. (laughs) Um, but see, because now I'm having flashbacks. I shouldn't have said that. Like, I it's fine saying it, but now my mind is like, oh, don't you wish he was here? Like, Jesus Christ. So I, so yeah, when I wrote, when I arrived in LA, oh my God, I was gonna say a Rove, Jesus. The way the English language fucks me up, sometimes. Sometimes, I arrived in LA. I gave myself like three days to not even let anyone know. Truly, truly, even like my close, 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 closest friends, I didn't say a word, cause I know there's something about LA where I set foot on this land, and my life just boom goes off like a fucking rocket, speed of light. All of a sudden, I'm out every day with friends all these friends want to hang out and they want to connect me with these different friends like oh hey I think you'd really like this person to hang out with you. they seem to have similar vibes. as you you guys should also go hang out just because you seem like you'd be cool friends and oh hey now that you're here I'd love to go shoot you should go shoot with this person and photo shoot after photo shoot after photo shoot after photo shoot then apparently at some point within this month a tv show came into the mix don't 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 fucking know how but that's just what happens you blink your eyes and you're in a fucking tv show and then there's photo shoots and there's campaigns and now i'm making connections with clients and clients that want to book me recurring and oh what was that movie premiere red carpet malibu like it just fucking boom and none of that was an exaggeration i've been here Let's see. 7, 14. I've been here. Two days from now will make three weeks. So you can understand why career-wise, like, you see people move out to L.A. But that being said, people like her with the amount of influence that she had, social media influence, I should say, and numbers and engagement rates that she had, plus the location she was, you don't see them leave. Because why would you? So when I saw that she had come to LA, I was like, hmm. And then when I saw that she was living in a content house, I was like, hmm. It was almost kind of like saddening. Because you could see like the look in her eyes in the content house. It was just all. It was her. It's her and like, I don't know, like maybe five, six, seven other people in this mansion still don't understand how they pay for it even though i know they make bank off of instagram but still i know what mansions in la like that go for they can be like twenty five thousand dollars a month so are they do and and the way these kids do the content houses they'll just disband randomly when everyone gets sick, sick of each other you know so like how does that work with like the leases and shit like how because for those that don't know, the content houses like Insider Scoop, they run like frat houses. They're just frat houses with even more money. Like they're frat house, frat house mansions. They're typically always a mess. No one has any real respect for the home, even if it looks clean, in the one or two areas. It, they're not it, it, because you just have a bunch of really young kids. Or even if they're not young, but you still have have a bunch of young people. No, yeah, they're all young. We're all young. You have a bunch of young people with with access to these homes that they literally did not have access to on their own or through their families within the weeks or months prior in their life. And then boom, you put them in a mansion with seven other kids, they're going to fucking act up. And the whole goal is just for them to like look cute and make like we annoying little like content for TikTok, yeah. So I was just looking at at her eyes and the way her facial and body expressions changed, and the way she held herself, and how that changed over the span of the couple months between her leaving her initial area. And mind you, she was doing great at that point, and now, and there's almost like this hollowness in her eyes, and I think that's why I was just so. I was like, aw. Because, you know, I'm all for it. All for it. Go for it. Get the opportunities. Like, there are a lot of people that I see doing the whole content house shit in LA. And I'm like, you know what? It's not going to last. It never does because, like, it's, it's not meant to. But that is a great opportunity. Go for it. But with her, there was just this sense of sadness because you could see it. She didn't belong there. She's this really cool, not shitting the other people, but it's this girl with this really... In- really interesting set of like niche um unique interests you know and talents and just this whole really interesting vibe to her and as soon as she or very very soon after she had started making content in the content house that she had lived in in this mansion that and again living in a mansion is cool but the whole content house shit they just run like a frat house And it's not a nourishing environment, because at least in the frat houses, and although they do like haze and fucking kill people, you know, there is that that sense of like brotherhood, so they call it. It gives them a sense of connectivity. You know what you know you know what I mean. Even if it's fucked and fucked in nature, it gives them a sense of connectivity. Whereas there is no link within the whole social media content house shit in TikTok. And if you ever catch me in one of those, living in one of those, just understand I'm doing it so I can live in a mansion and network. Not even network. And just gain a following and then dip. Don't ever think I'm living in one of those content houses if it ever fucking happens. So, oh my gosh, because I'm so ex, mm, mm, I'm going to bite my tongue. Or like I'm I'm gonna hold off on the rest of what I was gonna say. Just know, I'm a businesswoman first. <laughs> so I'm looking at some of the content on um the page of the content house now, and she's in a lot of them. And they tend you can tell they tend to showcase her a lot because there's just a vibe to her. She looks very unique. You know, she's not from where any of them are from. She looks like the type of person where whether it's in her hometown or her her home, yeah, her hometown or in L.A. or anywhere, people are she's going to turn people's heads. And a lot of the content was weirdly sexual, like very hookup culture-esque, but also they were just constant content posts about. If one person was dating another, oh, don't you guys really like this one guy in the group? And, like, let's allude to everyone wanting to suck this one guy in the group's dick. Even though, not saying you're not old enough to at 18, but even though you're only 18. So, but it's this overt sexualness, I should say, that I guess you just don't see on the day-to-day average 18-year-old like yeah you can be 18 having sex whatever but that level of I like oh, god I saw this one post and it was yeah and it just made me think how I don't know how discerning you have to be with the opportunities that you're given because not every opportunity is a good opportunity or some opportunities are good opportunities on paper but are at the risk or expense of you needing to recover from it after because I can I can tell you right now I give this girl like six months not even six months be way too fucking long if she stays there six more months she's gonna be very very sick. Because you could see it in her face. Now, I give her like two months before she need she makes a post about how she's like has to go back to her home area to recharge for like three months straight. I don't know. It just gave me the weirdest feeling because you could see it in her face. Like, oh my gosh, this ba- like this poor girl. She doesn't fucking belong there like that's what really just like really got me you see those people in some of these content houses whatever and you could tell like they're soaking it up even if it's a fucking mess that is the mess they're at where and that's the mess they want to be in (sighs) excuse me you could tell she was just like this really is just like okay like oh cool you know like these people like me so i'm just gonna go to this content house and see what it's about and yeah i can put on the act and yeah i can act sexual too and yeah i can make everyone want me but that's not really what i that's not who i am you know so i just thought that was really 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 interesting Because I think you watch enough people you watch enough people deteriorate over time due to small habits and small changes. You begin to see the patterns really, really quickly. Another pattern So now let's get into it into it. Speaking of TikTok, there's this one sound and I'm not a big like TikTok person like I said, I'm not I, I still haven't done like the whole lip syncing videos just cause I don't want to. I'm gonna make an exception though, because there's this one sound. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just hit my pillow on my own blinds. I know it's Libra season, but TikTok season, oh, TikTok season, Jesus. Scorpio season, I just feel like I'm defrosting. Because basically what I do, Libra season is basically for me Taurus season too. Libra and Taurus energies are very similar except Tauruses are, or Libras are slightly more airy or air-heady than Tauruses. Tauruses are still more likely to hit someone physically, like actually like punch you out, like knock you out, hurt you. Whereas Libra that's the difference. Like, and Libras are more like, I just want to overthink. <laughs> um, You know after summer ends i just get like this big bout of summertime sadness i'm over it virgo season is just me mentally adjusting to the fact that summer's over but libra season it's really sweet and sensual scorpio season though one let's be scorpio season is for fucking i don't know how to be the one to break that to you like if you're doing anything else during scorpio season that isn't that like what is the point scorpio season you wear black and you look moody and you have your person and you're fucking all the time because it's scorpio season i mean it makes sense when you think about sex and orgasming and how orgasms are like a little death what better time than to jam pack a bunch of that in than the season of death scorpio season you know Sagittarius season I feel bad for Sagittarius and Sagittarius season because it's just like you have the holidays coming up and the way capitalism just fucked up that whole season so it doesn't even feel real you know the energy is overshadowed by the commercialism of Christmas even if you don't celebrate it you know but Scorpio season is so fucked it, not fucked it's uh it can it's just so like t- it can just be so dark and fun and like toxic in a way and daring that i almost forget that it's cold at least not in la but in new york yeah miami no after that though what do we have capricorn season sagittarius season great fuck it no capricorn season i don't i don't, i think capricorn season is just like a collective hangover recovery even if you don't drink i don't really drink like holiday commercialism hangover you know because that's a trying time of year after capricorn season we have what aquarius season great i get to be in my head great great and wear weird shit wear weird shit great love that pisces season i start to like um vibe a little bit but I'm not I'm not down with the real crying now after Pisces season comes Aries season and that's where I just like start f- fucking defrosting and acting up and then it's Aries Taurus Gemini Cancer Leo and then I start crying in Virgo season bring it back for Libra season fuck it up in Scorpio season and then it just ends canceled Sagittarius season canceled Capricorn season <laughs> canceled Aquarius season but there's this one tiktok sound is basically just like it's it's a clip of this girl of the song it's a female rapper she calls herself a rapper no shade and she's just like it's so petty it's just like he ate me out but how do the lyrics go let me look it up let me look it up i promise i'm not song i am gonna get into the deep shit How does she word it? He ate he, she basically says like he got he ate her out, but he did it out of spite. He's got a wife, but she ate the one he liked. <laughs> I have no not not, not I'm lying. Not like I have no reason. I have every reason to use that TikTok sound. So I'm gonna do it. Make a cute video of me in a cute tiny outfit. Just lip sync to that song. Post it. Put my phone on silent. Because I don't want to hear. When I have a bunch of. Angry messages coming towards me. Like no bitch you fucking didn't. So I think that's going to be a good segue. Because I mentioned. Both of the situations I want to talk about. For the next half hour. You ready? You want to know where I've been for the past couple months, right? Because I'll tell you, after everything I experienced experience late spring, early summer, I just needed to hibernate. Not, not not, even hibernate. I just needed to isolate. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. And I think that was what I deserved. You know, sometimes when it comes to trauma, we're so busy and being focused on Or people are just so much like, you know, you want to alchemize it. And as soon as you go through that trauma, you want to rip it open and address it. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, there's a lot of new age wellness bullshit and sentiments like that. Best thing one of my therapists ever told me was like, yo, you're allowed to put that on the shelf. You're allowed to take what you experienced, take that situation and just shelve it for right now. And say, you know what? I see you. I understand. That was not the time. It's not the fucking time. You're allowed to say, Yes, I went through this. No, I'm not ignoring it. I'm not suppressing it. I don't need it to take up my every brain wave and brain cell right now. Before I rip this situation open and peel it apart and let me and let it rip through me and burn through me. Maybe I just want to sit and not even sit with it. Maybe I just want to sit. Maybe I just want to get my nervous system back to some sort of slight state of regulation. Maybe I want to be able to breathe again and kind of get myself back to eating on a normal fucking schedule and sleeping again before I dive back into ripping the situation open. I mean there's a reason why you see it in real life, you see it in movies where if a character goes through something like a death and like or something really traumatic what do they always say when that character's like in school the next day or the next week don't fucking talk about it don't ask them about it now is not the time they already know what they went through give them like a minute and by a minute give them a while cuz they know what they went through but there's no reason when you think about it and with all the time we have in our lives for them to feel the need to rip it open instantly because healing happens in waves anyway, so you can never heal from something all at once it doesn't matter who tells you th- or what you think whatever you heal as much as you're able to and and it's like you have an lot, an allotted an allotted um amount or allotment of healing, so you max out your healing for a certain period of time and then maybe the universe is like okay now that you've done this and you've gone to this stage in your, in your life and it's been a year or two i'm going to have you re- revisit that trauma but now i'm going to let you look at it with an even deeper lens you know what i'm saying so after some of the things that i went through with the people i had mentioned cuz cuz everyone i i everything and every situation and every person i'm going to mention in the next couple minutes i actually already did mention in the first half hour of me talking shit. <laughs> before I could even really process, and maybe I was processing, but before I could really even address or assess anything, I'll say it like that. I just wanted space. I packed my shit up, left LA, left my apartment, went to New York, right? Didn't even bring my car, didn't fuck it, left it, left it. I'm just going to go back to New York and Long Island, Long Island, New York, which as a gas station attendant once uh, told me like two or three days ago. Oh, you're from Long Island. It's basically like being from Kentucky, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why Long Island or Suffolk County of Long Island is called the Alabama of New York. Same shit. Farms, fields and conservatives. I went back there. I'm going back to the fucking farm. If you need me, don't. Why? I found myself reeling. Drink some water and please pause this take some deep breaths if you need to. I found myself reeling from the aftermath of being in an abusive relationship. Yeah. So the last with the ex- with the exception of the last episode but the last, I don't know, six seven episodes. All of this was going on during those, but it wasn't romant- a romantic relationship. Because romantically, it's almost like my brain just sees incorrectly sees romantic relationships as being optional. We need to we need love in our lives and we need to be loved up on, but there's a reason why you can get by in life having totally amazing rela- friendships, and not dating anyone and you're good but you can have one great romantic relationship and have no one in your life or one relation- romantic relationship that you think is great and have no one else in your life no one else and your life is really fucking weird so i was an abusive relationship but relationship as in connection like friendship But a relationship does come into play for one of these. So basically, because I really want to paraphrase this and not get into the little details, um, I had a group of people, friends, who I'd known for years. Let's say, f- yeah, five years now. Let's say five years. One of them in particular, me, me being the most close with, because the friend group I met through her, you know, those are like her, her friends, friend group. Um, and this one she you know she would call me her best friend you know you're gonna be the bridesmaid at my wedding one day all the all the shit when i tell you guys to not entertain frenemies it's not just because i think it's fucking stupid because like that's a part of it right but it's because you don't understand the danger you put yourself in When you hang out with frenemies, because there's no such thing as frenemies, right? Frenemies are just enemies that you're like dumb enough to keep around in your life, and let buy you drinks. Like that fucking scares me. Y'all having frenemies? Which one? That's scary enough. But two, letting your frenemies like buy you drinks and shit. Because <sighs> I've heard, I've heard a friend, I've heard of people say like, "Yeah, I went out with these girls. I went out with this girl, and I know." Her and I had beef or I was kind of friends with my frenemy, but then the frenemy brought her frenemy along. And all of a sudden, I don't remember anything. I don't remember the night. Yeah, that's fucking scary. There's no such thing as keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. If you keep your enemies closer and you let yourself get evil-eyed, you're a fucking idiot. I say that with all love and respect. I say it at myself too don't keep people that are evil eyeing you don't keep people that don't have your best interests at heart close to you because one that's going to block your blessings how is the universe going to give you any sort of good shit when you're just like well look at me i'm just gonna keep um i'm just gonna keep making weird choices and hang around weird people so of course the universe isn't going to send you cool things send you good things because you don't have the space for it because you're busy entertaining clowns that want that are dead set on hurting you but to constantly keep around or engage with people that you know look at you funny and talk about you behind your back oh jesus it's fucking scary this girl though i had had slight slight suspicions now some of her friends I knew they didn't fuck with me, her though I had suspicions, but that is me being naive, cause for someone to to be willing to be friends with people who can't stand me because of their jealousy, that's not someone I should be friends with because you're letting them shit talk me behind my back. You understand what I'm saying essentially, I dated I am very, very sensitive with my heart. I don't date often. I don't talk about who I date or hook or I don't hook up. I don't talk about who I date even with my closest 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 friends. Even my best best friend can attest to this. Very rarely will I talk about men or people I'm dating in general. I don't talk about like, oh, this is my first boyfriend. This is my second. This was no, You don't, no one knows. That's just an area of my life. I keep extremely private to which people will make assumptions and try to fill in the blanks in their minds with information but everyone knows I am very, very, very choosy and selective and sensitive. I ended up dating a mutual friend of theirs, uh, someone in the friend group. They, with the exception of one girl in the group who was best friends with him, they, like my friend, so-called friend, and her friends, they were not friends with him. They don't really fuck with him. What did I just... Sorry, I just got a notification, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What was that? How? Ah, oh, that's annoying. That's annoying. That's annoying. Anyway, fucking me. That's fucking annoying. Oh, anyway, 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 anyway. the amount of money i've spent today i just so they don't fuck with this dude but that's why having a friend of me is just dangerous right because that man was a walking red flag but their hatred of me their secret hatred of me trumped their Dislike or bear bear mutual respect for him. The fact that they couldn't stand me mattered more than the fact that they barely fucked with him because they knew he was a weirdo, weird as in like fucked up and couldn't treat women with respect. And just like I honestly do believe that the dude, apart from just being a piece of shit, was also also gave he gave off like sex addict tendencies. Which like not to not sound not not to not sound sympathetic or empathetic, but like also like fuck you. <laughs> Here I am thinking I am dating this person. Everyone, including the so called best friend. Now the other people in the group fine, y'all are going to hell but whatever imagine your best friend knows the guy that you're dating has a girlfriend she knew he had a girlfriend they all did she knew he had a girlfriend when he walked up to you for the first time and introduced himself and started flirting with you because we were at a party they all saw it none of them said oh my gosh what the fuck are you doing you have a girlfriend because his girlfriend is also related to one of the other friends in the group fine fuck that whatever fuck her i guess no one gives a fuck about her either but there are apparently, there are other people in the group who are cheating on their on their partners or spouses. And everyone just turns a blind eye and they're like, well, that's not my business. So that goes to show the moral code. Because honestly, I think if I knew one of my friends was cheating on her man, the same way they know one of their friends is cheating on her man, that's that's disgusting. That's gross. Sit the fuck away from me. You have like no moral code. What the fuck is wrong with you? So to imagine, one, she doesn't say like, oh my gosh, hey, I saw him flirting with you and I think he got your number. I just want to let you know, that man is not single. That man's going to hell. That man has a longtime girlfriend that he keeps cheating on and hurting. Please stay far away from him. For your sake and for her sake. Not only does she not say that. She never let me know that he had a girlfriend even to the point where, where i revealed he and i were dating although i believe she knew i didn't tell her for about two months then. but i believe she knew before then because like they just talk about me right like all the time behind my back so i think so at one point his dumb ass I started telling people whatever because C- you know he-, he operated like a child couldn't help it I said, you know, like, I have somewhat decent hopes. It's it's early, but decent hopes for this, like, you know. I like him a lot, and I like him a decent amount, and I hope it goes f- forward, you know, because I can see myself with him. She looked me straight in my eyes at dinner one night in a restaurant when I said that, and she was like, I wish you guys the absolute best. I'm rooting for you. You guys are going to be great together. I really hope he quote-unquote claims you. This is going to be so amazing. I'm so happy for you. Can you imagine your best friend saying that to you? Looking you dead in your eyes like a fucking psychopath and saying that shit to you? And it's not even like, oh, she's protecting the dude. And got caught in some weird, still morally corrupt... Rockin' hard, please. She's didn't give a fuck. This was her time. Sorry if you hear any sirens in the background. That's a lay for you. This was her time to enact her fucked up inner child fantasies. This was her time to act on her impulses and jealousy. After he, I had dissolved. I was just like after a while, like you know, I have a weird feeling in my gut about him. I don't know what it is. I don't have any justification for it yet. Though he was very hot and cold, and he honestly he was a kind of mean dude. But I was like, you know what? I don't need to look into this further or figure it out. I feel like he's seeing. I don't. I had no. That's why they say you always have to trust your gut. Because one day I woke up and I was like, yo, I think he's having sex with other people. And I felt it off of him, which is why I say I'm so sensitive. Because he, like, fucked me and I felt someone else. And it, like, made me shiver. And also, also, that's why I don't fuck with cheating. Like, people that cheat or, like, don't take it seriously. That's now my health at risk because I think I'm just with you. And you're out not only fucking, but as I learned, fucking other girls, other women without protection either so now I have to double triple drive myself to a clinic to make sure that I didn't catch anything off of your stupid ass and I had even told her this in the months after like you know I just got a weird vibe off of him he get, he he kind of gave off like male slut energy like I felt like he was just out here fucking a lot when we were together and I didn't like that because like we were fucking together and, my, and that so-called friend would say, oh, you know, yeah, girl, STDs are so serious. You wouldn't want to catch one of those. Like, do you understand the level of, like, psychopathy? Basically, it had all come to a head or, I mean, there were times where there was one time even where she told me, she egged me on. This was like months and months and months after, again, he and I had stopped seeing each other and she'd egged me on. To invite him over to the apartment that I had had in um Manhattan, uh just because still knowing he had a girlfriend, I had found out basically months later when something she had slipped and said something and I, and my intuition was like, dang, this is it. And I'd had to, I had to pull it out from her over three hours on the phone or FaceTime. Still knowing what she told me was terrible. And I know there was still even more that wasn't said. But basically, the gist was, of course, she was lying. She couldn't explain to me why she had, she had lied. She kept lying over and over during the FaceTime. Because she was just so uncomfortable with being called out. And being called out for something that you could tell she was just doing in her web of lies and off of Impulse. Long-standing impulse, right? And she even kept asking me over and over, "Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me?" Not Nia. I'm so fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's just hitting me how fuck that was. Not Nia. I'm so sorry I didn't tell you. I'm so sorry I lied to your face. I'm I'm so sorry I let my jealousy get the best of me. And I hurt you and tried to have you screwed over. I'm sorry Noth- none of that. It was only are you mad at me? Hmm. to know these people that I thought my friends had went that far because now. Which I don't even want to really get into, because I don't have the brain cells for it. This, that's like a therapy-only-at-this-point discussion. How much of consent, like, you know, sexual, how much of consent is consent when you're manipulated? How much of consent is consent when you are lied to? How much, is cons- how much of consent is consent, you know, like, how, how much of it is actual consent? so putting a pin in that it fucked up my head immensely and I felt sick to my stomach one because I was like yo who I'd even said like if you knew he was messed up because I had said well why the fuck would you guys not tell me one in general two at any point and they had said well we we knew you were we knew you were kind of moving and traveling so we just thought basically They thought that it would just all wash over. I was the problem. That hopefully would no longer exist once I left out of sight, out of mind. Right. And one way she worded it was also he had bigger problems going on at the time. You were kinda just like a blip on his radar. Mind you, she doesn't even like this dude. But it's clear again, she hate her hating me was more important than the fact that she doesn't even fucking fucking care for the dude. Your close friend of like five years, right? Oh well he had bigger things going on. He just had a messy he was dealing with some messy relationship stuff. So yeah, he was cheating, but like We didn't even feel like involving you when I was involved. We didn't feel like. On top of that, I think I really knew she hated me. One, after that, that was more than enough. But. Two, shortly after I let her take me out to something, which she knew intuitively that was the last time I knew. I knew it was the last time I should not have let her take me out. That was dumb on my part. This man walks up to me on the train station. Mind you, she knows I've been dating this, this really sweet guy. Again, the long distance guy. I've just been minding my business all summer. I told her a full goal is to be celibate. Celibate until I see the guy whenever I see him. <laughs> you know? My self-control is high. I just said I am not interested in... Because at that point in time, he and I were just like dating but more non-exclusive. I just want to be like celibate. I'm not even thinking at all about dating anything. Anyone attractive could come up to me. It does not matter. Mm -mm. I need to focus on myself and my body and just being present with me. The bummiest, scroungiest, scary looking dude comes up to us to the train station. Which one? And we're at night in the middle of Manhattan. It's at night in the middle of Manhattan. You would think one, she'd instantly be like, oh no, mm, girl, come on grab my hand like come on let's go to another part of the station he's like yo like hey i just want to get your number she leaves she looks and smirks and she walks away and she leaves me with this man that's double my size that looks unhinged and isn't again isn't even attractive he's he looks very very bummy 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 like new york bummy in the middle of a train station at night in manhattan fucking walks away And on top of that, even if, even if he was cute, like I did say, one, I'm celibate two, I am dating someone who, quite frankly, I cannot even picture looking at anyone else, even if at that point in time, we are not like exclusive yet because that I, I just can't. That person's like a pot of gold. So I asked her, why did you walk away?" Why the fuck did you leave me with him like that? He just leaving me, kind of one, to fend for myself. Two, so you guys all get to be in, relation- be in relationships with like your white-collar dudes. One of them is like blue-collar. And your um, teacher partners and psychologist partners and accountant partners and whatever, whatever. But that's who you see me with. And I didn't quite pin it years ago when, again, they're all dating the same people that they have been for a couple years now. I didn't quite pin it when they tried to set me up with the one group guy in the group who never quite gets invited out anymore he was shorter he wasn't as cute he had baby mama issues with the only one with the kid uh just wasn't really working he was like a mess and they would try to set me up with him and i would think why because i have all this going for me why would they try to set me up with him the same reason why my friends ex-friend's eyes glittered when she saw that bummy ass gross man approach me in a subway station it was another means to possibly have me suffer and that's all she wanted it fucked my head up a lot because i'm not very trusting in general so to know that i had a group of people and someone so close to me actively plotting against me because now i do also have the thought like i think they set me up did he actually at any point want to be with me because he was already a loose loose cannon very high probability they were like oh shit look at this loose cannon he's flirting with nia he has a whole girlfriend he's cheating on her but this is our way in because we haven't quite been able to hurt nia before we haven't been able to catch her slip up see what she does with this and when he does make his way in like loose cannon he is we orchestrate it from there there's that thought which more probable or they set it up from the jump Because so i went through a big major change i had changed like health wise um emotionally mentally like physically i looked like an entirely different person and I think they could tell, like, I, I was leveling, leveling up myself on my way out. And the very last time I went to go see them was the very last. I told myself, Nia, this is going to be the last time. I think you're kind of done with them anyway. You can't... Don't wean yourself off, off from your frenemies. Cut them the fuck off. Cut that bullshit out. Because that last time... I mean, it was the last time. I was right. But it was one time too many. And I also have to wonder, okay... Was it a full-fledged setup from the jump like that? Where they told him, yo, like, look at her. We really can't tolerate her now. Because now, like, we're just full-blown jealous. Work your magic. Because no one else in this group is going to be able to do it. Work your magic and see if you can fuck her. See if you can take something from her. Like, just, like, by take, I mean, like... See if you can... When you fuck the wrong people, it. It fucks with your soul for a bit. Like it fucks you up. It fucks up your brain. It fucks up your body. Like your body has memory. It's traumatic. Because even after one of the times, or the first time I had been with him sexually, I was like. It was like my body when I got home had like, was having a trauma response and I should have realized what that was right away and listened. It was like, wow, this man is really mean and he's really really rough with you and but not like the good rough and like you that should have never happened. There's so many implications with that with that connection. So my brain had been like Also, don't mind me if you hear any ruffling. I kind of want a snack. But it's a good thing. I have no food in this apartment. Like, like I literally have no food. I suggest this sounds bad, but just, like, go to sleep. Because you can't be hungry if you're asleep. Okay, what do I have? Kale chips. No, I'd rather fucking choke. Um, popcorn, but I don't really want to have carbs at night like that. What else do I have? Hmm. That looks like that's all I have. Ooh, is it too late to order a cinnamon one? Let's see. DoorDash. Because it's like 12.08. I just need like one cookie. <laughs> okay, let's see. Love Bakery. Gluten free organic vegan chocolate chip cookies. How is one cookie $4? The only options are one cookie. Or half a dozen for seventeen dollars. Like, fuck you. Okay. No, I'm not doing that. I hate it here. (laughs) Mm. I should just grow up. I have to I have to wake up in like seven hours anyway. Do I really have? Wow, Nia, you are slacking. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do? Which I really fucking shouldn't. Hi. I'm gonna have like a spoonful of honey. Right? Hmm. guess that kind of worked i think the honey tasted like smoky definitely tell the shit was made in california you you can taste the wildfires off the honey good god anyway (laughs) when i tell you i record these episodes like off the dome no editing i mean it um (laughs) my brain has just been really fucked up from that because i had never done anything to these girls i'd never done anything to them and for them to set me up and plot on me and want me to be heartbroken and want me to don't think for a second a lot of girls know a lot of these dudes out here either carry stds or are at risk for them that was the type of man who you would you would look at, or once you knew his happened, you would think, "Huh, I would not want to be near that man with within, within w- even with a ten foot pole." <laughs> it's funny because I even said, "Like yo, if you knew he was a bad fucked up guy, why wouldn't you warn me? I mean, like one of your closest friends, supposedly, you see me with all this going for me, and you see this f- fucked up dude that I don't know well. I don't, I did not know him." you see him making a move on me why would you not tell me hey yo even outside the cheating that dude he's not a good person he's like a loose cannon and he's like unstable and he just like and she said oh and this is how i knew she all she'd ever been doing was just perceiving me right I was not a person, I was a concept, and that was a concept she hated. Cause none of what she said with that I'm gonna say next makes sense or or correlates to any to my own past actions. She had said to but Nia, if I had She said, But Nia if I had told you what type of guy he was up front, would, you have, would that have really changed anything, though? Would you have really listened? Very disturbing. Because I just lead with a genuine heart, and I don't let people walk over me, but I almost I started beating myself up. Like, yo, how did I not miss the signs? Because with him, like, fuck him. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's an idiot. It was the, the friend issue. That the issues with the friend group—that's what really had fucked me up. Because when I pieced together the past couple of years from them, it now really makes sense that everything from that from the past couple years was leading to those moments. They were waiting for a moment to set me up, and they were also very interested in my relationship life from the jump, and this was the end. Continuing i so tiktok girl right you know the one that would always constantly show me the tiktoks her and i lived together and we had another roommate and i'm trying to make this short because it's very disturbing but basically the bitch was this like 30 year old full-fledged narcissist but that was also really into spirituality and all the things and she looked like any other really cool person and what happened was what you what i learned was one she couldn't stand me Two, the girl was nuts. Three, she was extremely jealous of me. She was jealous of my body. Cause she had an eating disorder and she would beg me to tell her my weight. And then we'd get mad when I was, that I was skinnier than her. But I also think she wanted it as motivation. You know, when I started dating the guy I was dating, the sweet one, you know, she stopped speaking with me. She would lie on my name. She would lie to other people about me. She would, she when she knew I wouldn't fold, right? She wanted me to submit to her. She wanted someone to just, like, idolize her and be under her control. When she knew I wouldn't do that, because, like, it just wasn't making sense in my mind. Like, why would I do that? No. Ew. She went on to... She she was like, all right, if I can't manipulate Nia, I will manipulate the world around her. So by turning uh, the other roommate... Young but fucking dumb um against me i was i wouldn't do a thing and it hurt because this wasn't just a roommate situation but these were girls that i was genuinely friends with or thought i was and my existence became a huge issue everything also they, they wouldn't pay rent and they're so broke because they're busy trying to manifest rent that uh They owe $25,000 in the apartment. So that was another big reason why I left. And they would, like, make comments at me, like, oh, well, you won't have to work when you're really in alignment. And the bitch would make these weird comments, like... And it was all just trying to slight me. Like, because I'm very intuitive and spiritual. And I have a lot of, like, spiritual gifts. And she... Everyone's gifts that I want to say, but it's also harder to connect to your gifts if they're less um, if you're le- if you're not sure less in tune with them in general. If you're um, a jackass. Honestly. So she would make these sly comments and constantly say, I can't wait to see you when you're more in your power. Just imagine your spiritual gifts and what they'll be like when you develop them and you step in your power. Like in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm in my power, and I would say, like, no, I'm good, I'm great here. But it was her way of saying, hey, I want, I want to train you into thinking you are not powerful. You're not shit. If I can train you into thinking you're not anything, you will be anything I want you to be. Because she would just keep saying over and over, whether it was related to spirituality or it was related to anything in general. Just imagine when you step into your power. And I'd be like, yo, can she not see it? But no, of course she sees it and she's threatened by it. She was a textbook abuser. That's what it came down to. Because when I read something about how oftentimes when you leave a narcissistic relationship, they will cut off access to your belongings. They will retaliate. So that way, okay, you have your stuff at, you have stuff at my, my house, you have stuff at our house, your house. You don't have access to it anymore. I'm not going to answer you. I'm going to change the locks. You're going to have to call the cops and me because I'm not giving you access to your stuff. Have that. I think when, I'd, when I saw a post that said that, amongst other habits of narcissistic abusers, when you leave a relationship, such as constantly lying on your name, uh, just really weird shit, it really hit that I had spent a chunk of time, half a year, with someone that was nuts. Now, here's the kicker, though. I caught the signs extremely early on. I caught the signs after my first photo shoot in LA and I sent her the pictures excitedly and I think she was happy, excited, and like egging me on to model at first. Model in LA, I should say, because I had modeled in LA. She was egging me on at first because she thought that my pictures would suck, that I would be a shitty model. So of course, when she saw that my pictures were good, when she saw that my very first editorial in LA looked beautiful... She ignored it. There was a website for castings that models would go on that I now know what it now now know what that is, and I would ask her, "Hey, what's the uh, what's that website? You know, like for castings." I am kind of newer to this aspect of it. What is it? Oh, you know, it's it's just a website. Because she knew I would book jobs, so she wouldn't want to tell me. Like that. I mean, the bitch would it was all about control, like, she, again, we're grown adults, I could never have my man over at my own place, because she would be like, oh my gosh, ew, she wasn't straight, ew, penis, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you guys date, you guys can date men, like, and make a really big deal out of it, and I just don't want men in our sacred healing space, or any of our partners, or any of our friends, she could have her friends over my friends oh but like your friends though they just come from different walks of life bullshit she textbook abuser tried to get me to stop being friends with my best friends and all of my friends really but i was like oh no so what did she do she convinced the younger roommate yo your friends are nuts they're crazy they don't have your best interests in mind they're low vibe she convinced her to stop being friends with her best friends So that all that younger girl would have would just be this fucking nutty bitch. Right? What's the control? Like, God, God, this girl would put out a chore chart. And then not do the chores, but lie on the sheet and say, look at all the chores. One, we're grown. Why do we have a chore chart? Two, lie on the sheet and then say what chores she had done. Like, oh, I I did the dishes today. Not do them. And then, so eventually I was just constantly doing all the chores. I was constantly doing the dishes. I was constantly being the one to sweep, clean, vacuum. They would never do it. So I stopped filling it out one i'm not writing on your stupid fucking chore chart two i am now only doing anything that pertains only to me i'm not cleaning up after you you leave your food out oh i like one point these bitches it was a test these bitches left a pan out with with their food in it on the stove for like four days and with every day that went by that i didn't clean it out they got madder and madder and stopped talking to me and ignored me Towards the end of the connection, she and an attempt to... Because she also had, like, a washed-up modeling career. Because, like, she's aging like spoiled milk. And also just has, like, a boring... (laughs) A boring, like, look to her. So, like, of course she's not booking jobs. Like, I don't know what the fuck you thought. Honestly. So, she chose this roommate. Mind you, she gave me no input. She chose this roommate. Herself. Because she... And he, and she she said this to um my friend at the time who was in the apartment who also used to live with us. Just longer story. I want to choose this girl because look who she signed with. Look at all the connections I can make off of her. But of course now that girl has gone nuts and is balls deep with this bitch and her insanity. Mm. Towards the end of the connection, they, the older one called a group meeting to talk about how I was not passing the vibe check and she's such a good communicator. So she, if so, if she, she would be lying if she didn't live to her word and address certain issues in the house and that I was not pulling my role and Hey, is there anything wrong? Am I doing anything wrong? Thing wrong? Now imagine someone abusive, let's put this into perspective, imagine someone abusive like kicking the shit out of you and then being like, yo, if I'm doing something wrong to you, please tell me. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Because obviously they know. They know. You're just being gaslit. It was nuts. And that's been really hard to grasp because i genuinely when i went to that place but i came in i came in a very vulnerable spot and i met someone who that girl roommate who one preyed on that two she was very codependent had no life of her own so and this was a theme and my friends who had knew her before me who aren't friends with her would attest to this and say she would What, what percentage is my phone at? All right, I got in this soon. She would um wear clo- same clothes that they wore. She would try to go into when my other friend lived with us. She would try to go into her closet and take her clothes, and then get mad when the friend when the girl would say no or like, "Hey, give me my shit back." You got a haircut? She would get her hair cut by the same stylist, the exact same way, to look like you. Really dark shit that I just didn't it was a lot but she would also be very much into like this whole trauma bonding thing which I wasn't but she would I'm just not a big sharer like that but she would beg you to share your traumas because that's what being vulnerable is and it was also a lot in that apartment because they would be doing these psychotic 12-hour tarot readings which makes no sense every day like one get a job literally get a job so you can pay your fucking rent so I shouldn't be the only one paying it. Two, I'm sorry, not sorry. How the fuck do you have so many questions to ask your tarot cards every day? That's delusion. I'm saying it straight. Like You should not have that many questions to ask your tarot cards about your life every day. You're just not listening and you're stubborn. And then we get upset when I want to... Want to do excite do I, I wasn't into the spiritual bl- spiritual bling i don't need more crystals and more tarot cards you know I, what it really hit was that, so with the trauma bonding, right, I just wasn't into that, but i realized she loved hearing people's sob stories because she wanted to know who she was dealing with, and what I realized very early on was that she was very afraid of me, not just because of my status and my looks, but also because... This was a girl who, and she would oft, and she would very often say, I know I can be intimidating, to which I would say, oh no, babe, you don't int- intimidate me, don't worry. She would very often, or she was, you know, she came from a small town in the south with like three car garage, horse camp, dance class, anything she wanted, gated community, slightly gated community, you know? And then you come to L.A. and you want to look tough. And she also had this horrible black scent that literally she did not have a year ago. But I think when she realized that uh, she was like fading like fucking spoiled milk in the modeling agency, modeling industry, she uh, cut her hair and, and refused to tell people she's white. She won't tell anyone she's white. You ask her what she is, she'll tell you what people think she is. Like, hey, what's your ethnicity? see someone that's white might say oh like i'm irish and polish and italian on my mom's side uh, uh, uh. her response would be well people often look at me and they think no that's not what i'm fucking asking you to no one no one looks at you and thinks you're puerto rican enough cut it out but um yes yeah, so she would do that shit and went by this fake or botched version of her legal name to um of her real name to make herself look more quote-unquote ethnic it was a lot and then the black sun came with it but she had realized she was dealing with people like me who had actually been through things and seen things and also had more self-esteem and confidence and self-assuredness than her right People that would actually do the things she couldn't or wouldn't in a heartbeat. That scared her. So when you have someone you can't take, what do you do? You try to turn everyone else against them. And at one point, if you're like, well, Nia, how did you end up? If you knew she was like this very, very, very early on, why stay so long? Honestly, I just left a really shitty situation, which I won't get into at all for for a very long time i just left a very 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 shitty situation at the time i moved in with her that's the uh you know vulnerability right when you're vulnerable i should say at that point i was like honestly i do not i know this bitch is nuts it's getting worse by the day I'm barely home. I'll, I'll very often go spend a couple weeks in New York or go on a trip here or there anyway. I'll go spend some time at the man's house. All I really just, you know, like my schedules are different. I want to leave by this by this date anyway. So I set a date and the date was just like four months later. I want to be out by this date. And I was. Um, and I'll have, I just want to save up more money. Uh-uh. Because so I spent a lot moving to LA and that was it. So I knew it was going to be hell. It's kind of like a prison sentence where you know, okay, this sucks. I'm going to experience even more trauma in the cell, although I wasn't trapped. I'm g- it's a lot. I'm going to experience even more um, trauma in the cell, but I know what date I'm getting out. Ideally, though, I would have just left early. I would have left as soon as something started feeling, feeling off because you have to trust your gut. Because now what do I have? Like, these weird bitches that keep talking about me behind my back, which, whatever, do what you want, have stolen my shit and my security deposits, and, like, I got to go to court over them, right? Because so they sent me a text message after I moved out saying, how dare I, my vibe was off, and tried to accuse me of things I didn't do. But that's, like, narcissists, you know? And I think it just really fucked me up because, not like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad they betrayed me, but no, more like, It was a red flag, red flags that like they were kind of there, but I just thought like, okay, this bitch is weird. I did not put those red flags together and really think about the implications of them, which is why you have to be so careful with who you're around, because just because you think seeing red flags is one thing, you, you should just honor it because you might not understand what those red flags are denoting. But hey, as long as you can see the red flags and get out, fuck it, who cares what the red flags mean? You know, so you meet someone who's using all the spiritual terms and seems seems to know them, seems to be into it, seems to be into all the cool shit, and it's all just a lie that fucks with your head. Cause now the trust issues are so severe that I don't want to meet anyone new. I don't want to talk to anyone new. What if they're like that? What if they try to hurt me? What if they're secretly jealous? How do I know any of this is real? that one she did a really really damn good job at it until so eventually you realize you know she was just saying words and none of them made any fucking sense but still what do i do and i can't say i have the answer cuz here i now have a situation with two i didn't really talk much about the second roommate but she just I, it was just given like dumb bitch energy all around so I, I just like don't have the energy right now it's late and my phone's on like 10 percent. what do you do though when these are people very close to you who end up being hell-bent on hurting you i mean it was weird it, 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 with that girl like it got weird and to almost close this off uh I watched a. I really don't want to get into it. I watched a video from Dr. Kirk Honda. Um, His channel on YouTube is Psychology in Seattle, and it is about 34 minutes into the 33, 34 minutes into his video on the Gabby Petito, Petito, rest in peace, Bobby Body Cam footage. And he says, and he said something which I really needed to hear. And also it was scary because in watching uh, his explanation and his review of that footage, it really made me see a lot of the monstrous qualities in that evil dude, in that abusive dude, in this friend, ex-friend. Really dark shit but he had said something that stood out to me and he said people always say like you know how didn't you notice the red flags and he said you can truly be the most self aware person on the fucking planet and it doesn't matter you no one is immune because it's not about how much you know now, maybe how much you know in having self-esteem will allow you to not tolerate certain behaviors, even if you don't know it's abuse. But because we are often shown abuse as being super covert, you're getting beat and punched in the face or whatever. And it's shown as uh, the way he described it was just like these monstrous evil people doing these monstrous evil things. Because abuse is portrayed in the media as this big magical fucked up anomaly and not in the subtle and intricate ways it can occur and creep up because of that it makes it harder for people to recognize when abuse is actually abuse it makes it harder for people to recognize when they're being abused because all they're seeing is those big less common monstrous events on tv or on the media And they're not seeing examples of what actual, not actual, what more common displays of abuse look like. Because when I put it all together, now I know okay, that was really abusive. Also, here are some conditions that the bitch seems she might have. But then, at that point earlier, my mind wasn't there. Right? And he he explained that because of that, you can know all the things, have the highest self confidence. If your mind doesn't know it's abuse, you might not. You, your mind's not gonna necessarily see it as a pro, like react to it. And it's kind of also why you have to trust your gut. Like, hey, this I don't know what this is, but this doesn't feel right. So I'm gonna just head out, cause I know all I know is my gut. No one's gut is ever wrong. My gut is never wrong. It's t- it's giving me some fucked up hints right now. I don't feel right. I got to head out. Right. My brain, again, it knew it. things were getting fucked up. It knew things were weird. It knew things were messy. And also, just like the textbooks, you know, this person had waited to start to show their true colors until a couple months in, until I had started showing more signs of comfort. But yeah, my brain wasn't even really registering what I was going through, because I was also going through so much of my personal life, and just changing and shifting and moving and transitioning that I couldn't give my undivided attention to this fucking nut, you know what I'm saying, that I was living with. My brain wasn't there. But my gut told me something was off and did I listen? Kind of. Because again, I did make that plan very early. My friends can attest to this from very, very early on. I was like, I want more. I I I want better than this. I don't feel comfortable anymore. And she would even say, you know, when we max out of this place, like when we're done with this place, we will all live in our next place together. And then we will live in our next house together her love bombing from very early on and planning our future so that we could always be submissive to her and never leave i left she retaliated i existed and submitted she retaliated so my heart has been very hurt and confused like yo like you went through this who the fuck if, if you if you went through both of those situations Who the fuck can you trust and how can you trust them? How can you trust any new people? Do you really know the people around you? So that's what I've been grappling with. And that's why I took such a long break. Because that level of betrayal, especially the first one, it ate at something inside me that I don't really have words for yet. All I know is that I had people in my life dedicated to mistreating me. And when your best friend refuses to tell you that the guy you're dating is cheating on you, when your best friend knows that you've had people in your family die from STDs and you mention yo that dude gives me weird vibes no he didn't give me an std thank fucking god yo that dude gives me weird vibes i don't feel like he's safe sexually i don't know what he's doing but it's not safe and she knows that history that family history you have with having someone die from like one of the incurable of the incurables and i don't say a word when you find out that best friend set you up and just can't stand you like It can get lonely, but it fucks it fucks with your head. But I wanna end this by saying if you have any thoughts, if you have any doubts. Oh is this is what I'm feeling real? is it my fault is it am i crazy because like oh this kind of seems like this i had to make this oh oh i had to make this leap i had to make this jump it doesn't quite make sense Right i had to make this decision and like it doesn't make sense to anyone else or it might even seem premature but i know not only do i know it's right i know it was safe for me i know it you know yeah Listen to your gut listen to your intuition you made the right choice If you felt if you were made to feel crazy, all the illusions are coming to light, don't you worry if they haven't already for you you made the right choice. you're not crazy and it wasn't your fault. Even if you even if you know all the red flags like I do and you still manage to end up abused or an abusive situation that is fucked with every last one of your brain cells, it's not your fault people are good at what they do and as humans we're not supposed to be on guard with our armor on all the time that's exhausting so yeah maybe something does infiltrate because the armor isn't on but that's where okay it gets cast out and cast aside very very quickly because even though i set my boundaries and left early how the fuck i'm sorry why why is itunes charging me when iTunes charged me, I fucking swear to God. Like okay, I just get a notification. It it's like, if I paid for Apple Music. Anyway, anyway, I need to go to sleep because that's gonna get me get me heated. <laughs> You're not crazy. You know, you tried your best. And even outside of trying your best. We're living these lives and we're living these experiences. And if anything, it's just a lesson in discernment. Because I'm grateful, like I always say, that life, the universe cleared out these people to make space for something new but in the aftermath I'm still kind of reeling I'd be lying if I said I wasn't do I know that I'm much much now better off and do I still feel lighter? Yeah Am I now practicing and having to practice? Okay, here's how to not be hard, and not let this harden you. Absolutely, because so that's all I want to let it do. But I can't because I I don't deserve it. My intuition was always right, and even when I honored it, it might have just been too late. But it was still right, and I, I don't I didn't deserve what I went through, and neither do you. I really missed you guys, and I'm excited to be back. I can't say how, what type of schedule the episodes will be uploaded on because there never is a schedule. But... I will say that Ooh, do I want to say that? (laughs) I mean, could I say that the same time I got my heart stepped on by the the betrayal of some of the people closest to me was also the same time that I realized I was falling in love with someone. Or the same time that I realized, uh, because I'm not clarifying that. Or the same time that I realized, uh... I was strengthening some really great connections with with really genuine people. And I hope you never go back either. Because when I think about this summer and when I think about the days I spent bloated and inflamed because of the amount of emotional trauma that I was working through that it fucked up my gut and the way I just like barely was eating and the way I couldn't smile for weeks like I because I felt so alone and hated and isolated to think Nia you've been through so much you've worked on yourself so much you're so kind to people you have a great personality you're always learning and working on yourself and just trying to have a good time how did you attract these people to your life I only just wanted to hurt you and it wasn't my fault these are people that were praying predators from the jump and now I know better but but damn fucking right I can never go back to that I need to sleep because I won't be able to it's Wednesday night basically Thursday my sleep on the plane doesn't count I need to sleep now because this is my last night of sleep until Friday, Friday night. And even then Friday night, I'm going to probably sleep late because I'm going to go see some friends in the city. So I don't think I'll sleep until like next Wednesday. (laughs) Today's Wednesday. (laughs) I love you guys so much have a beautiful day night evening wherever you're at and i'll speak to you guys soon i know this was a long one i told myself this episode was only going to be 30 minutes i'm full of shit i know it wasn't gonna be 30 minutes (laughs) all right i love you guys and i will speak with you soon